Hi, this is Lori G. Fanella, singer-songwriter. Today I'm talking about You're Worth It. And what made me think about that is I have been drinking smoothies to give me more energy. And the way I them were a lot of the ways that I have been seeing online. And a lot of the different recipes were with pretty expensive and other additives. Um, not additives in a bad way, but other things that were added to it, like coconut water, coconut milk. Some people put protein powders. I like to put in a chunk of turmeric root and ginger. Um, what was really a problem sometimes was the coconut water because I'll only do organic most of the time. So to find organic coconut water that was reasonable where I shop at Amazon a lot without getting gouged still with everything going on, that was sometimes a problem. And then coconut milk where when I put in my food orders, I can't always order at the same place because there's different things I need at different places. So the different times of trying to get the coconut milk in for the time that I needed to make my round of smoothies was sometimes a problem. And then you go to the produce and organic produce is very expensive, especially when you're ordering it online because you'll get maybe one bunch of something and you're not quite sure how big that bunch is gonna be or how well it'll be when it arrives at your door, how long it's gonna last you depending on how big it is. The frozen stuff definitely doesn't last as long, but it's a bit more reliable at times. So when I was done making the smoothie that I thought was perfect, I thought, wow, that's really expensive. And as I took a drink of it, initially before I throw it in the freezer and it sits there for a long time, because I'm not a good smoothie person, especially if I put green in there, I'm not happy with it, which I, been doing a little more lately and I didn't do it this morning but at that morning I did and when it was fresh it tasted good and after the first sip I said I was feeling guilty thinking to myself really not saying but thinking oh my gosh I just spent all this money myself and I felt guilty like I wasn't worth it and I thought where am I getting this from the first thing I always put at the top of my list is my health and of course when you're running from abuse and then you're raising a child the first thing on the top of your list automatically is your child and then trying to stay away from the abuse and of course when that comes money is always a problem we all know that as women when we're dealing with any kind of chaotic situation whether we have it or not it's, it's going to be on the line of how long we're going to have control of it and where we go with it and what we're doing with it and it's just always the thing where we're holding on to that reserve just to keep our head above water so because I did that for so long which I know I had spoken on here trying to get over the over 20 years of running from abuse and having to constantly have reserves and make up new tactics and I have you know having tactics embedded in you period um, even at the time when I was doing it not being able to change them for better ones um, was still in me and I had to say to myself, okay, an affirmation, you know, you're worth it. I mean, you are worth it. Forget about even the word health. I mean, you, you're trying to heal yourself. And um, I think sometimes when we think of healing ourselves, we don't think of the word health because we still have that panic button on. So believe it or not, healing seems to come second 
to health, where health is, okay, let's get this food done in our body because I have to get to this next moment in my life. But we as women, a lot of the times we don't eat for healing. And I caught myself at that when I made that smoothie. So I said, this is something really important to make sure that I mentioned that I saw myself going there and that maybe if I am catching myself, maybe I can pass on the message that maybe someone else can think of this transition that we're stuck in. Those two words, health and healing, healing has to come first. If we think of healing, which is so hard, even when I say it now, I cringe because I think, how do I have time to heal? I mean, how can I possibly have time? I mean, I'm living in this chaotic world as a female still. And even if you don't have that abuser right upon your heels, you're still trying to keep your head above water being a woman because life is so hard and someone's always challenging you. And God forbid you said a smart word more than that next person sitting next to you. And they're going to start on you and tantalize you. And you're just going to get worn out and drawn out and... And of course, you try to ignore it and you try to do the, the mind thing where, okay, I can handle this. I'm stronger, I'm stronger. But now you've already been physically beaten down a lot of the times where that doesn't always work. So I kind of have taught myself to just go to this place that is so far out there. And it, it took me a bit to learn all this. I, I think I've talked a little bit about different meditation type things I've done. I've done every type of meditation there is out there and just let myself go into so many different areas um and I guess you could call them sometimes kind of treatment things where there's different things you train your mind to do so I kind of knew how to go into the abyss a bit and you know the people trying to abuse you tantalize you might think you're not there but I don't really think that matters I think it's more what you're thinking inside of yourself and that can be hard too because you're carrying this huge shelf of that. Literally, you're feeling the physical weight of that on you when you're you're knowing that you're not carrying anything that they're saying and doing yet. The weight, you can almost feel the weight still sitting on you. And um, especially when you have a head injury. So I know that is a challenge, but even if there's a few minutes you can get in that day to get something inside of you that's good for you, that's physically going to heal you, I, I think you should do it. I think that that should be the number one on your list. And I think that that is something that you need to put down and put up there. And I know money on food has been a huge thing for us. It's, it's always been, how much can I spend? I have to stretch that dollar to make sure I cover the table with food. You know, I want to make sure it's quality food. I don't want to be a vegetarian. I don't believe in that. That's not a protein. Um, I don't believe in a lot of the different health aspects out there. I'm an old school girl. I like the stuff that's been on the, the table since my grandma and great grandma has done. I understand that completely. I do try different things. I like the old school way. I try to kind of incorporate what I feel is best for me. Or obviously food from years ago didn't have all these additives. So that really has to be to me the first thing on the table and then kind of try to go around what might work best for you with whatever situation you're in but really you spend a lot of less money when you just go in and buy the darn lake quarter a baked potato and a couple carrots and 
you know, for a few bucks, you can feed your whole family with that. Quite honestly, I know when I was running with my son, we started out when he was just a baby. And of course, even a baby before he was a year, he was eating like a whole chicken like quarter, just shoving down a half a block of cheese. And I thought, wow, you know, fortunately I had learned how to shop from my mom having a tight grocery bill because my dad really wanted to watch the reins of never having to live on credit, which we never did. So my mother had a tight grocery budget and we always had the chicken like quarters, which supposedly is supposed to be so gross, but they're so popular at barbecues. And I mean, we see them everywhere in recipes. I see them for pressure cooker recipes when I'm looking all the time with these fancy sauces. And I say, well, what was the big deal about the leg quarter being so gross? I mean, it was so reasonable. You can pay five bucks and feed your family for like a week and a half on them alternating between something else and uh you know it's it's reasonable so i mean there there's a lot of old school foods you can eat that are really healthy and reasonable so uh, money on food has always been the the number one thing that's been on the top of my list of, of kind of not only a priority but that i have worried too and i have this cute little thing if i never mentioned her on here when i go to I think it was sam's club uh Sam's Club, Sam's Choice. It wasn't like the Costco thing, but it was something you didn't have to have a car and I'd go in there, but they had the larger quantities of food in one bag. Well, I'd go in there and have my five credit cards and I'd get my huge pounds of hamburger and I'd put it on one card. Then I'd get another card out and put another whatever on there. And after five or six cards, I'd walk out with that huge, huge thing of food I knew. And the woman would look at me and say, hey, I'm feeding my kid, you know? And I'd have it, put a dollar forty on this one. <laughs> And she would just, because I was so uh, set in what I was doing, she just was perfectly uh, calm in it and, uh, how can I say, comfortable with it by the time I left the store. And I would just, you know, go back to our apartment with a ton of food. And my son always had the hamburger or the peanut butter and jelly, whatever he needed, he had that protein. So, um... I just understand what it's like to, to have to worry about food, but I, I didn't care what I looked like. If, as long as I had that food in the fridge, I'd pay into one card and then spend out what was left over after interest, and that's how I felt a lot of times, believe it or not. But it is Women's Month, Women's History Month, and I feel happy that I feel like I'm contributing to women out there and trying to help them and trying to make them become stronger and sharing my my stories um and my messages to you and I have something else I wrote down here which it says desperate for purpose um since we're talking about women's history month I think that's a good thing to um to mention and I have been listening to Carrie Green of course which I put a link to her on my my last podcast and deliciously Ella um, I believe that's where I got the desperate for purpose from. Uh, I did. Something that a woman she was interviewing had said on there, and I thought, wow, what a, this is really important. I, I mentioned this because I know for a fact myself that feeling of being desperate for a purpose. And don't ask me where it comes from. I mean, obviously, after everything I said, that that's probably a good idea of where I might where it might have come from but 
I have felt that many times. So I don't want you to feel alone in that. And um, there's absolutely nothing unordinary about that. And when you're feeling that panic, you know, once again, just stop, take five. You're not alone. I'm sure many of us feel that. I know myself on very many occasions I felt that. And probably subconsciously during out the day, throughout the day, I feel that a few times. And you kind of get used to it as being a woman. So I, to me, I think it's normal. So please don't feel bad about that. I... Uh, this will be a little bit of a shorter podcast where I usually do them kind of short, but last week I did it really long. But I finally put out there the song by me, and yay! I did the rock and roll version. I'm really happy with it. I've been digging out my old songs since this pandemic, and I've been very supported by some of those who care about me who helped me pick up some really cool songs that. I would have thought were kind of icky and not good enough, and I've done that my whole life. So when you find someone that's gonna, you know, be behind you a little bit, tell you to put anything out there, it would seem at this point in my life, go for it because most of the time I was always told not to. But I'm really happy. Um, it got top five this past week on Sweet Sounds Valley FM in Australia, uh, 89.5 Valley FM, uh, which is my highest song that's ranked over there I got flying all alone on um, that's number seven so I knew I was doing something right and it's still not my most perfect perfection of music I can do because I know I'm getting better Um, I'm learning body movement which I really um, I really suggest you try I know I put other names of people down there for the therapeutic um qualities of pole dancing, which I stepped away from a bit because of all the injuries I have, I probably wouldn't be able to grab onto the pole right, and I, I would hurt myself. But I mean, you don't have to go up high, you can dance around it. If someone had it there for me, and I'm learning some really cool exotic sensual movements, so I can feel into myself more and have more confidence and be there for my music, which I am doing a bit with a chair which is safe for me now, and still my chair's not very stable, but it gives me something to hold on to where I have the heavy priestess on the right side from the beginning of my abuse, and then just lists go on and on and on from there, but um, I just had found that um, doing the movements and essential movements are very healing. So you can do the pole great. I mean, more power to you. I think it's gorgeous. But I've been, I decided to hold on to a chair, a little safety for myself. But so I, I have my man going out, my song, my man, on April 9th at most streaming venues. Um, unless I get something back that says I have to do the cover over, that's usually the only time I get it back. Um, but I haven't heard anything. So, but I mean, there could be a change. But I'll make sure I let you know on here. When it comes out, I'll make sure I, I put a link up on here. Um, actually, what I'm doing from now on is I've been putting my website link, and please feel free to go over there because I don't put my Twitter and Facebook up there, my following links. Um, I got thrown off of Pinterest because I have Fight for Sex over there, and when I start piling it in there, I I, I know I get a little riff. Um, I had a, a lot of that over at LinkedIn, so they took me down there, and they finally took me down at Pinterest. So no harm done. 
I was getting over 50,000 views. It was going up and up and up toward, toward the presidential election, I noticed. But so they got tired of me anyway. Some of the big boys out there, I guess, felt the tape, you know, bumped me down. But that's okay. Like I said, Facebook and Twitter has been good. But if you go over to my website, LuigiFanola.com, which I'm putting up here every time I do the show, to bring you over there, there will be um, there will be my electronic press kit. It's called EPK, and I have links to my Twitter and Facebook there. I try not to crowd up my my page. I have a beautiful photo that I took myself. I'm very proud of. Um, I have a little bit of my personal story on the right side. If you look at the web version, even if you're on your phone, um, I have the links to my latest 2021 Spotify playlist of all my new music that's gone up there. And I have to say, like I said, I have to thank Spotify, Pandora, and iHeart for not only putting my music out there, for but for putting my podcast out there and believing in me and letting me spread this positive work to other women and not questioning me every time I speak from the heart and I'm just trying to do the best I can to put out there that I feel God wants me to share, sparing my life so many times and still till today. So they've really um, given me a lot a lot of confidence to continue with this. So I will have those three up there. I'm certainly grateful to the other outlets that stream me, but um, I feel closest to the ones that let me express myself about myself, which is where my music comes from, which is where my man comes from. Um, and it was me when I talked on here about feeling that I lost the opportunity of being with a man of my dreams, where running from abuse and then really losing track of time from so many head injuries, not really relating to the world around me, when you start to come back from it all and you're looking at these men that are so much older than where you began from the injuries, I just really couldn't connect with them. Plus the difference in era where I just had made the choice to not stay at home and do the traditional uh, women role of maybe trying to work in uh, a career and a family. Um, the I found that the differences of, of the, the routines were just very clashing and I couldn't even really feel physically connected or um, emotionally connected to the men that you would think I would date at this time of my life. And I definitely tried to at least chat at one point. I had plenty of time during the pandemic, but I almost felt like I was being bossed around. And it was a lot of this thing about motherhood. I, I find that when you're you're not married and you're a bit older and these men, you know, of course they have children as late as they want. So a lot of them, since I'm not old, old, they still have kids and, and they're looking for a mom for their kids. And Well, I'm not really looking to be a mom. I mean, I suppose if you fell in love with someone, you're going to fall in love with their kids. You know, I mean, you change your sports team, you love their pets, and the next thing you know, you think it's said you never do. But, I mean, to start out like that, I thought I that was really bold, and I, it just really turned me off a lot. So I just um, started daydreaming about the younger man, and I thought, boy, I mean, they're perfect. Their physique is still perfect. Their minds nowadays are wonderful because they're not old school. I don't know how this happened. I know I raised my son very progressive, so, you know, kudos to these other moms. And if I had anything to do with that, then kudos to me because I was out there, you know, pounding the pavement 10 years ago with these uh, 
these uh, interviews with women that are just out there doing it all, and I hope I help get them going, but these children today are just uh, wonderful. I mean, they're just way out there. So the men now are just, I mean, they're a whole world of good out there. So I mean, you females, you've got it all going for you. But I just felt that, you know, hey, if there's a man that falls in love with me and he's younger, hey, why not? You know, why not? Why not have your dream? I mean, maybe I can have my dream, being older and having a younger man. Maybe another woman can. You know, maybe there's someone out there that has that opportunity. And if you do feel that, I just, I want people to accept it. And I just want you to um, enjoy feeling that feeling of love. So I'll leave that song at the end here. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to check out my my links and please listen to my music and follow me and if you do i will never know probably anyway but enjoy the free music out of google they won't shut you down so god bless keep staying safe my definition of a sin.